just to be honest with you, just saw the reaction and um, look at he's he's top class keeper. It was a fantastic save and uh, yeah, it was very edgy towards the end there. Um, I just thought we just did enough, I think, to get over the line. Um, first half, thought we're, you know, I think we're pretty much in control of the game. Um, happy at half time, but look. Clare came out second half, set up a little bit differently and asked more questions of us, I suppose, and was just really happy the way we responded because it looked like the momentum had swung towards Clare and I just think our lads kind of um, settled it back down. Some of our player, key players came on and, you know, I think got our shape back. I think we lost our shape maybe for a while there in the second half and but our work rate all through was outstanding, I thought, and that was ultimately the, maybe the difference in the end. But to be honest, we're kind of look. We're, we're playing a top-class team. We knew we were going to get that those kind of challenges, and we, you know, we might concede a goal or two. And it was about how we reacted. And I think that was very pleasing. I think you know we didn't panic. Um, still managed to work the ball out pretty well. Our work rate didn't drop, um, and I think that was the most important thing. And created, you know, the lads inside. Obviously, Owen was outstanding. He he, he won, you know, really important balls in there. And you know, but the work rate right throughout the team, I thought. And the lads that came on obviously made a huge contribution then. Look, TJ leads by example. He's doing it a long time and you know to see him hooking and blocking Conor Forty the same, leading by example. They're fantastic, you know, players over the years for Kilkenny still doing it and still leading, you know, to be leading by example in terms of work rate, uh, you know, shows a lot about them. For sure they all made a really positive impact and brought a freshness to it and maybe got our set up a little bit better and got us set up a little bit better and gave Owen a few more options, I suppose, from puckouts as well. But um, yeah, look, sometimes it works, sometimes it don't, but like all those players that came on have been showing form and training as well, and you know, we found it hard to pick the 15, and it just shows that you know, we have a competitive squad, and, um, but you need that impact from the players to come in. When you look at all options, and I wouldn't be any of our backs, to be honest, it's, it's, it wasn't just about Mikey and Tony Kelly, it was a collective, and you know, he can't be expected to do it on, you know, by himself as well, fantastic player, but they have excellent forwards as well, um, outside of Tony Kelly. And, so I think from, from one to, to seven, eight, nine, I think in particular, I think we managed it pretty well. Um, so overall, really happy with them. Derek, what's just the word on Adrian Mullen? What did he have to do to get back on the pitch? It seems like a very miraculous game that appropriates. They eventually were playing together today. Yeah, look, at Adrian, Adrian wanted to play two weeks after. You know, that's Adrian. And um, he's been really unfortunate this year with injuries, I suppose. He missed the club All-Ireland. Um, unfortunate just to get that, you know, that belt in Wexford Park. But yeah, everything he could do, he was doing it. And um, I'm delighted to see him getting through today and made a big contribution as well. A little bit, a little bit. You know, we hadn't seen that this year with him. And I, I, but um, I suppose the change before the match, you kind of had an idea that might be the case. But um, you know, I think we coped pretty well with it. Um, you know, I suppose we were in a strong position on the back of that at half time, but you know, they you know changed things around it. second half, got more overrun at us and posed more questions of us, I think, at that stage. But you know, luckily we just saw it through and just managed it out. Yeah, you, you took the board uh, when Cleo were in the ascendancy and you gave you kicked to the board really the change the whole focus in the two pressure with the arms. Yeah, no, we had to take it. I mean it was um I think we were very close in the first half to getting a couple of goals. I think a couple of times maybe we were just, you know, maybe fouls at different times when we just looked like it was the last man. So um I think we were a threat the whole way through and look at 
that comes from putting pressure on, on the backs and the goalie as well. So, look, we had to take it and we did. Yeah, look, there's not a, like in, in terms of a training, there's not a huge amount we can do now. It's about getting the bodies right, the heads right again. Look, massive challenge. They're a fantastic team. Um, obviously, going for the four in a row, and rightly so. They've been they've been uh, the form team for many years now, and um, but that's the challenge that's ahead of it, ahead of us. And you know, we look forward to it. Um, I wouldn't be paying too much attention to it, to be honest, but I think it's fair to say I don't think, you know, maybe the same as last year. I think we're kind of outside uh, probably, you know, the bottom four maybe to get to the final of, for most people. But, you know, we're in the final now, but, you know, we're not just happy with that. We want to go and perform now in two weeks. Just that, that day that part of being the league final, you know, this is exactly where you wanted to be when you were looking forward to after that day, probably a couple of dark days after the league final. Yeah, definitely, but I... Uh, I prefer to be in the final and challenging myself than, you know, the other way and sit not, not being in the championship. I mean, that's why you play a sport. You want to be challenged. You want to take it on. And that's where we are. And that's what we'll do. Well, just just yeah, look, it is brilliant. I, look, I, you know, it's obviously um, been very satisfying this year. Really enjoyed it. We have a great team, uh, a squad of players and management team, and we enjoy it. Um, and you know we enjoy the challenge as well. So look, we're in the final. It's about getting ready for that now and getting ready to focus on putting in a performance. All right, guys. Thanks very much. Brian Dowling, disappointment. You can see it etched in your face. Not the results that you were looking for today. Give us your overall thoughts after the final whistle. Look, we're heartbroken. Um, we came up here to win and to lose by a point. You know, I thought maybe we could have had a free there at the end to go to extra time, but look, that's the way it goes. And just so proud of them girls in there now. Um, you know, they died with their boots on. You know, every time I've been involved, that's what we do. And you know, I think the the, the crowd really got behind them there in the last few minutes, and we drove it on. And we looked like the game was dead and buried with five minutes to go, but they somehow found a way, and we were the one pushing on, pushing on, pushing on, but just couldn't get that equalising score. And look, fair play to Cork, they deserved the victory in the end. In the first half, when you got the goal through Eva Prendergast, you've said it to me before that you haven't pushed on from games and maybe put teams to bed earlier on. Did you find that after you scored the goal in the first half today? Yeah, but today we were getting the chances. You know, the last couple of weeks we weren't getting the chances. You know, we missed. We said it at half time. We missed some handy scores straight in front of the goal. You know, and that's just been happening all year. I can't put my finger on it, but we shooting practice. The girls are shooting practice every single night and train before we even talk out or after we talk out. And look, it's it's disappointing we missed them chances. Look, Cork missed chances as well, so we're not the only team to miss chances out there. And um, Look, it's just bitterly disappointing now. You went in at half-time, it wasn't much in there. What were you saying to the girls at half-time? Just to keep going and just look for to be more clinical in front of the post. You know, I just said we left scores behind us in the first half and we had to start taking them scores, but we didn't do that, Like, which was, which was disappointing. But, um, look, I said, just so proud of them now for the way they said fighting and fighting, you know, and um, just like, you know, I think Denise Gall epitomises this team, the character she showed there. I don't know how she got in for that goal, the composure she showed. She's got five car players behind her, but look, she's been a huge leader and um, she's, she's wore that jersey with pride over a number of years, as of all them girls. Coming down the home straight, she got to kick any second goal as well, only put you two points in it towards the end. Were you thinking that you could get this game to extra time or even win it near the end? Oh, definitely, yeah. Look, I believe in these girls over and over again. It was Once we got the goal, it was definitely there for us and we, we had chances, you know. There was drop balls there. Steffi had a chance maybe to pass Claire Field and she took 
the extra touch on her hand and stuff like that. And look, it was four minutes injury time. There was a minute. I think Cork could free to go two minutes. So you know, I thought it would have been better if had to, obviously better for us if it had to be another minute added on. But um, look, I said it already. Cork are a super team. Mashatumi is a great manager. Great respect for him. And um, look, we got we got probably lucky breaks last year. We thought the game was going away from us. So if we got the goal, and that's that's sport, and it's it's cruel when you lose. But I said, look, the one thing I said to these girls coming up, to, you know, in the meetings during the week and this morning was, look, just stay fighting for as long as you can. Whatever happens, if we stay doing that, that's all we can do, and I can't ask them for any more. We see it at the very end there. You had a couple of words with John Jaramidi. Do you want to elaborate? Did you feel maybe there was a late free that Kenny should have got? It could have been a free, but it's more disappointing with the injury time, to be honest. Like, you know, I say four minutes, and then if it's a free, and it takes a minute and a half to say it's a free, I think there should be another minute added on. That's the frustrating thing. And I think we were pushing at that stage, and I thought maybe we kind of get a score. Look, I don't like to react like that. That's not what I do. And and I apologise for that and look I just frustrated I suppose because we wanted to win and I just felt that we've had to win the ball we might have got another score so look it's just a bit of frustration I know it's a bit early after the final whistle and all but where does this leave yourself and the Kilkenny team now? Jeez oh, I don't know look again I take it one year at a time and reassess things you know my family and then the backroom team and look we'll have to sit down and, and take it up last couple of years I suppose I've been thinking about walking away but I suppose last year the the welcome we got at the homecoming all that kind of stuff just I couldn't walk away from, from the lads and stuff like that but look we'll have to have a serious think now the next couple of weeks and look I'm there five years I suppose the girls probably sick listening to me at this stage and um, look we've had great times and unfortunately you know we've lost I think that's our, our third championship match to lose since 2020 and we've lost them all by a pint so you know that'll tell you how the consistency that these girls have shown and um, you know that's, that's the way it is Matthew Toomey, Cork manager. I suppose first motion that comes to your mind is relief. A huge battle between yourself and Kilkenny there in that All-Ireland quarter-final. Sum up the game for us. Relief is, is totally the word. Um, the Kilkenny got a good start. We were very slow coming out of traps again, which is disappointing. We showed good character, like, but um, we created a lot of goal chances. You know, our, our, our main asset there today was running at the, you know, the Kilkenny defence, but we just didn't finish. And we created goal chances, but we didn't finish it. And you, you can't leave a team like Kilkenny, um, you know, spacing into a game with five points up. I, I don't know. There's questions. Should we got two penalties? Um, but like we, we, we didn't kill the game off, and you don't give Kilkenny a chance when I mean, like you know, Denise getting one ten is just ridiculous hurling today. Like again from her. When she got the goal and with the crowd getting behind us, we were kind of saying, look, are we in trouble here? But, you know, we just held on. You know, it was just about holding on then at the end. You had right battles all down through the years. There's only, any time I think Kilkenny played here, there's only ever a point after being mm. in it at the end of it. It's heartbreaking stuff. If you lose, it's great if you win them. You've been on the receiving end of a couple of losses. Kilkenny has been the same, including today as well. It's tough, but you really dug out that victory as well. Like the second goal that you got, um, it was your number eight, one of the... Sears McCarthy yeah. got yeah. it. Went through that Kilkenny defence, and I mean, Katrina was on the end of it. You went ahead then, five, six points, I think, up at that stage. Yeah. Did you think to yourselves, OK, maybe we have... It, you know, yeah. but like you say, you didn't really push on from there. No, that's the that's the problem with it. Like you know, like like when we, when we got that second goal, you, like yeah, definitely Kenny were in trouble. But it, as you say, we should have pushed on. Like we, we created a couple more chances, but we we had a couple of wides, but we weren't for goals where the points were open. Like we're just we were saying if we went seven or eight points up, then you can kind of start breathing a bit. But um, that was the disappointing factor of it. But like. The respect we have for Kilkenny is huge. Like, you know, myself and Brian and the rest of the Kilkenny management are great and even see the Kilkenny with the Cork players afterwards. It, there's a fierce respect there, which is what it should be about. Like, you know, yeah. Kilkenny are a fantastic team and they can, you know, they're, they're not going anywhere. I, I would have been under no illusion about that. But, um, you know, when, when you play them, like, 
we could be flying in form or continue to be flying in form coming to the game of God. It was out the window. It just comes down. You know, they struggled a bit over Tipperary last week. You know, I didn't, don't think they scored in the second third quarter of the game. But like we were under no illusion what they were going to bring today. Like and, and we we got a twofold and we just got the breaks today. You know, that that's that's always in it. Coming down the home stretch, you were four points ahead. Denise Gall gets a ball, she buries it down on the Javan end, two points in it, she then gets a free immediately afterwards. One point in it coming into injury time. What are you thinking at that moment? I wouldn't like to say it because it's, it's not PG, but yeah, I, I was I was very worried. As simple as that, because I was saying if we went into extra time, you know, obviously there's going to be more of a crowd here again for Kilkenny. Like I was saying, like can we go again? You know, because we were at, it was a big effort put in the second half, but um, look, we just held out. That, that's that's the breaks of today. Like you know, like, you know, I know the, the goal last in the All Ireland final was kind of a, a freak kind of a goal as well. As you said a while ago, Kilkenny got the breaks last time, but it's, it just seems like that. This is the break of a ball. That's all it is between us. It's not going to be an easy semi-final now, no matter who's left in it. Galway, Waterford and Tipperary yourselves are joining him now as well. Yeah. How do you find that or who do you prefer to get out of those three in the draw? Before none of them, but like you can see it, the writings on the wall is going to be caught in Galway. Like, you know, there's no question the way our luck is at the moment. Like it's you know, getting Kilkenny today was a kind of a, a worry, like but look, all jokes aside, like any team that's gonna cause each other you know, like everyone's going to be worried about each other, like, and everyone will be probably confident beating each other as well. So, look, whoever it may be, we're, we're there. That's all we care about now at the moment. We're there, and we look forward to going to Nolan Park. Like, it's a beautiful hurling pitch, and we love going there. Obviously, preparations were hampered for you this morning as well on your way up to uh, to Crow Park. Here, did that have an effect on the girls? As you say, you were slow to start. Did that have a, a bearing on the the effect? Because you were a bit late getting here than when you should have. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Like I think we came in at the exact same time as Kilkenny. We actually beat them in the corner. So like we, we that was the race. We won first. Uh, no, look, look, look. There was a bit of disruption. Some was deceased. Like so, that was more important than any hurling game. Um, no, like, like if, if we got beaten, like we couldn't have blamed the disruption. Like it was, like we had to wait for buses, and, and you know we had to get a guard escort most of the way up because the traffic was very bad. Like, but you can use it. Like we had a laugh with it, you know. So we use it as a, as a distraction for a good sense rather than you know a worry. Like we always leave early just to be up in time. But um, luckily we we had time to spare today. But you know, fairness to the Camogie and the GA, the, the, the Quarvenor probably helped helped us out more than it probably helped Kilkenny out. But look. You know, that's I I I I I wouldn't blame it on the slow start either because we we the warm up was perfect, everything was perfect, we had time to breathe in here, so no. It's early days as well. It is only a quarter final. You march on to the semi final now. You have some great leaders in that team. A lot of them are knocking around. They've had experience of all Ireland semi finals, etc. Where can Cork go this year? Um, look, having Ashley Thompson back on the field, Laura Crone and Laura Hayes back on the field, like we we didn't think we'd have Laura Hayes or Ashley this year, so we're um, we're happy enough. But look, there's there's a lot more improvement to be made. Like whoever you get in the semi final, we we wouldn't look past it. You know, to be honest with you. Thank you, Jimmy. Congratulations. Well done on the victory today, and thanks for having a chat with us. Thanks very much. Shem Kelly. I'd say your overriding emotion is relief after that quarter-final against Wexford. You pulled it out of the bag there towards the last two and a half minutes, you could say, winning by two points. 11 points to nine, I think, was the final score coming out of it. Your overall thoughts, because you're through to the semi-final, first of all. Yeah, look, today I suppose we came down to get the results and we, we got it in the very, very end. And I, I 100% agree with you. It, it's more sort of feeling of relief than anything. I don't think we played to our potential today and that's not taken away from Wexford because I think they have come on a hell of a lot since we played them in Leicester semi-final and it's the one thing I was coaching to the girls this week that when you get to this stage of a competition when it's knockout and there's something on the line now teams are going to rise their game and Wexford rose their game brilliantly today and they hurled very very well 
through the game, our touch wasn't there, our striking wasn't there. We were giving away a lot of stupid frees, you know, frees were getting brought up for indiscipline, things like that. And we have to go away and really learn from that. But in the end, well, I'll say about the girls said all year, that there is character in this team, that even when our backs were to the wall and it looked like the game was slipping away on us, you know, you bring in Malhall off the bench and she hit a fantastic point. And Ellen Gunner standing over an important free at the end. And then to back it up, she backed it up with a second shot to get us two points ahead. You know, it's it's one thing this girl that, that, that girl has is massive character and this group has. But you know what? We move on to an All-Ireland semi-final. These games are for winning. We're into the last four, which is a fantastic achievement for a team that reached the league final, won an interprovincial title or a Leinster title this year, and hopefully we can go one step further in two weeks' time. I was just talking to Laura Green there a short time ago. She got the player of the match, and preparations coming into this game probably weren't the best because Kildare pulled out of the championship. They were in year group, so there was draw and the fixtures that was rejigged. Meant he had three early <coughs> games and no game now since the tenth of June. Has that really hampered preparations coming into? Because you could see that the girls were very rusty with their even their. Four touch especially in the first 10 to 15 minutes of the game yeah no I, I, I do think it, 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 there's a factor in it if you look at our season so far we played say five six league games a week break three Leinster games three championship games one after the other and as we played each week our momentum grew and then all of a sudden it stopped and then there was a gap of that three or four weeks and Kildare pulling out of it probably didn't really help things but look it is what it is and as much as we get in-house games and get you know get our seniors to play and stuff it'll never you know mimic what it is to play in a championship game but the one thing today will do for us it'll bring us back down to earth to realise that this is what championship is now and if we don't hit the ground running the minute the ball is thrown in for that 60 minutes your season is over and for some girls it may be the last time they wear a Kenny jersey you know what I mean and you have to understand that it comes down to the fine lines fine margins now at this time of the year did you cause yourselves problems in that game because he had an awful lot of possession in the first half didn't convert him okay the Wexford cornerback was outstanding she got a couple of great blocks in and then you were going for long periods of time 10-14 minutes without scoring as well you got the last couple of points as you say your backs were to the wall but could you really have had this game over before your backs were to the wall for the last couple of minutes oh no I agree I think I think we have we had opportunities to to, to get ahead like our backs in midfield I thought done what they could today to mount the ball that they had to hurl our forwards and they know it themselves they did not click today and even though the ball was going in it wasn't we weren't getting a return on our investment for ball going in and that's something we're going to have to address over the next two weeks you know we were our own worst enemy for most of the game today and maybe the last eight minutes is when it finally you know came our way and after Ellen got the free we pushed on Laura Green had a fantastic point before the free as well you know to, to level it you know but we can't depend on the last eight or ten minutes of a game to try to win it we have to hit the ground run from the start they're not going to get any easier as I said to Laura earlier as well and you're now in the post for the draw later on at half seven Derry West meet and meet you saw some of the meet game earlier on they bet Cork as well in their quarter final first of all it's great to be in a semi-final for this bunch of girls we're the only county I think with the, the two teams that is left in both senior and intermediate which is a fantastic achievement for the county itself but semi-finals are there to be won. Does it matter who we get in the draw now? No, look. At this stage, you know, it's you know you're going to meet them at some stage anyway. If you if, if you get through, but we have to remember that Derry, Westmead, Mead, they're all their senior teams in each of their counties, and they have strong ambitions to become senior in their county teams. You know, and the fact that we're the second team, like even if we win all Ireland, we're not going to move up the ranks. You know, so they're going to come. They have ambition. Those teams, those counties, they have drive to want to get up that ladder. And I suppose we're the ones trying to stop them. You know, and you know it's it's going to be a massive challenge. Derry have senior experience Me have been going well all year and the last couple of years too and West Mead have great experience too and I learned the finals in Croke Park you know so look whoever we get in the draw it's going to be short of the wheel and you know 
we'll have to wait and see I suppose you know, so. You've two weeks now to prepare for that game we're back here again in a fortnight's time depending on who that's going to be it's on the same day as the seniors which is probably a bit disappointing in that regard that the, the support is going to be split but still it's great that possibly you know that our seniors could be in the, the <coughs> semi-final on the 22nd and you have your semi-final then on the 22nd as well but how hard is it to try and keep the, the panels motivated between because you have a lot of girls that's jumping from your intermediate to the seniors over the last couple of weeks how hard is it to try and settle a team down especially for training as well yeah look if all going well tomorrow that's going to be a great complaint to have and it's going to be a great complaint for me and Brian to, to work out and I think this year like when Brian Ryan would come in I think there's been a good relationship between myself and himself that we've been able to do our best it's not perfect but we've done our best to try and create a nice cohesion between the two groups and try to manage the girls that are up and down as best we can um, obviously if you get to the semi-final there's going to be split decisions on who goes where but I would rather both teams are in all Ireland semi-finals and we have that problem. I would rather see Kilkenny, you know, hopefully the 5th, 6th of August, two teams in Crow Park competing for, for, for the title and, and both teams walking up the Hogan stand, you know. So, I, you know what, we'll cross that bridge when it comes and I hope, I hope I have to cross that bridge to be honest with you, Martin. So do we all. Shane Kelly, congratulations into the All-Ireland semi-final in a fortnight's time. Well done to yourself and Kilkenny and we look forward to the journey ahead in the next two weeks. Thanks very much, Martin. Thanks for your support all through the year as well. Laura Green, is that a case of job done? Um, Twas harem scarem there for long periods at that time, but you got the job done in the end, won by two points, and you're now in the All Ireland semi final. Give us your overall thoughts on how the game went. Look, I suppose we came out, we knew it was going to be a tough game. It's an All Ireland quarter final. We've met Wexford twice this year, and we got over the line both those times, and let's finally with a good win against them. But championship hurling is just different. You know, like you're coming out in the quarter final, no team is going to let us win by 14 points. It was a tough battle the whole way from the start. We were slow to start. We weren't up, scored two points in the first 20 minutes, I think. You know, like we were under pressure, but I suppose we got over the line and the likes of Ellen Gunner stepping up there at the end is brilliant to see. She tipped the one over for us and we got out the gap, thank God. For any neutrals, they probably say it wasn't the best game in the world either. You're not going to care what way a game is won, in this case, or lost if it had to be. But you did win and you really dug in and it shows the character of this team because you haven't had a game since the 10th of June with the way the draw worked out with Kildare pulling out of the competition. It's a long time to wait for a quarter final because you had your three games played early. Did that hamper your preparations coming in, do you think? I suppose it was very hard. Like we went straight from the league to the league final to the replay. Then we had, I think we had one week off. And we went straight into Leinster then, um, and then we went into three weeks of championship. And then we had that month off. Like it's not easy on any team to be focused and then to keep that focus going for training for four weeks without a like proper match. But I suppose we did get through it. Thank God. And it was a tough battle here today, but we got over the line. You're now in an All-Ireland semi-final. The draw is going to be done later on this evening. Derry, Meath and Westmeath await in that draw. You saw Meath playing some of their match here against Cork. They won that game as well. They're not going to get any easier from now on, sure or not? No, I suppose when you get to this stage, you're not going to have any easy matches. Like We're the last second team that with the senior and intermediate county team left in the competition, which is brilliant. Like We are going to be up against the best now of the intermediate. And that's what you want. You want to be playing the best of each other, all the other counties. So... We look forward to playing the other teams now and look forward to the draw. And you picked up the player of the match as well after the game as well for your outstanding achievement and your play out there today. Happy enough with your own performance as well? 
yeah, look, happy enough. We kept ticking over and just got a few scores. So happy enough to just keep it going for the girls and driving on that encouragement and stuff. It's very important. And the girls tomorrow now, obviously, against Cork in their senior semi-final as well. All the girls heading up now to give their bit of support and try and get them over the line into their semi-final. Yeah, look, it'll be a tough day out again tomorrow, but I'm sure if the girls just battle, out, battle it out and work hard, they'll come out the other side of it, hopefully. Laura Green, congratulations. Well done into the All-Ireland semi-final. Lovely. Thanks very much, Martin. Welcome back to Scoreline. Now, you've heard us talk a lot about the All-Ireland semi-final on the hurling side of things, but now it's time to talk about the All-Ireland semi-final on the football side of things. Of course, Kilkenny are out against London, looking to repeat the heroics of last year. And joining myself and Robbie on the line is manager Christy Walsh. Christy, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing very good, Robbie. Nice to talk to you. It's brilliant getting to have a chat with yourself in the the build-up to it. We were talking to Jim Culleton there of Mullinavat last week after their big win over Thomastown in UPMC, Nolan Park, and he was kind of stating that some of the players that we may know from last season wouldn't be on the team this season, whether that's Paul Murphy stepping away or other guys going on holidays. So how are you looking considering all that? I suppose compared with last year, we, we, we'd have a change in goalie, full-back, centre-back, and um, a couple of the... About six or seven guys would have left the panel for different reasons, yeah, since last year. So uh, we, we've declined replacements for them, and, and we have. So we're, we're, we're looking pretty good. We haven't as much experience. I suppose last year we had Shane Murphy there from uh, Glen Moore, who would have hurling experience, Paul Murphy, Kieran Wallace, and, and that was a big help to us. But... Uh, while while we haven't got the same hurling experience this year, we 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 still got a good a good panel of players. And what's the pool like in general then in Kilkenny? It is coming to the forefront a lot more. Obviously, the All Ireland win last year really contributed to that, but there seems to be an added focus on it now on the club side of things. So, from a manager that's looking to pick from a pool of players, uh, how big is that pool? Look, they all play. I suppose you've a senior. The senior championship only finished last week. With your senior, intermediate, we finished it, and you've junior. And a lot of clubs play. Uh, the last two years, there's more clubs than ever playing. But like, I suppose that's because of the of the split season as well. They have a chance. I mean, the hurling isn't starting really until for another five weeks. So they have February, March, April, May. You know, to 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 play football and. More clubs are doing it. I suppose it's handy. A lot of clubs are playing are out training hurling since last March. Like that's March, April, May, June, July. That's a long time to be playing without to be training without playing any serious matches. So if they can get a few football games in, it's it's a big help and it suits us as well. To be honest, do you think you that I mean? do you think that's going to be good for football in the county going forward, Chrissy? The fact that there is such a split season and such a gap between you know, club players starting training and club players actually picking up a hurl that they can use that space to pick up a Gaelic football and that will only benefit the sport in the county and obviously as a result benefit the Kilkenny team. Well, there's no doubt. Yeah, it's bound to help because the, the, the window of opportunity is there in the springtime. Like I said, there's guys playing, they're trained for hurling since last March. They were, they're not playing until next month. So, I mean, that that's a long time to be to to be trained for, for, you know, it's a long time to, to keep keep fit and keep interested in hurling. And if they give two or three months, whatever, the a long football season lasts, it's a help anyway, getting fellas together. And it's uh, football training. Uh, you need to be fitter to play football than hurling, if you know what I'm saying. As regards, if you're talking about uh, fitness-wise, uh, it, it's a, I'm sure it's a big help in anyone that plays 
football staff here would would would, would, uh, would agree with me on that. Like that, it, it does help fitness wise, and it helps to keep get clubs together and get the, get the thing started. If you know what I mean. In terms of the opponents, uh, we're well acquainted with the likes of London and New York having coming up against Carlo this uh, campaign, whether it be in the league or in the Challenging Cup. Indeed, Warwickshire kind of provide a, a, something unknown to ourselves. For yourself, Christy, were you looking at the London games in the in the league or were you looking at New York, of course, getting a historic victory in the Connacht Championship for the first time? Were you keeping an eye on these games as they were going on this year? Of course you were, yeah, because there's the teams that are coming, uh, London and New York, that are coming next weekend. They are. They were all training with the the London team. They played in the Connacht Championship and the Talisman Cup, uh, and the same with and the same with London. So, so they've all been training together. Now I know they have been on their own with the last couple, six weeks, and since four teams were knocked out of the Talisman Cup, but they have been playing to a high standard, a higher standard than we'll say we we do. You know. So, uh, yeah, we've been we've been watching them. Yeah, there's no doubt. And and. I mean, with 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 New York's win against uh, Leitrim in the first round of the Connacht Championship, like, like uh, so they were on a high that time. So hopefully they haven't kept going on that uh, on that uh, that regard. We'll see. I suppose, Christy, the greater question maybe is what this Kilkenny team can do for football in the county not just now but obviously moving forward when you consider kind of the run that Mullen Avat have gone on both within the county but also the fact that they go on provincial runs as well in Leinster and then you won the All-Ireland last year fingers crossed you can do it again this year do you feel as though while it's great at the moment it can also be used as a foundation builder moving forward or is it too early to say that? I think with the advent of the split season, Mullinavat ourselves winning the 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 cup and Croke Park, it all helps. Like, but uh, it all helps. You're probably asking me would it help the county team if to move on to a certain level, another level? Well, that that's probably what you're asking, is it? It's something that we've gasped kind of consistently in terms. I, I probably said it to you last time with regards to yeah. the Chalchin Cup. You know, you were saying that maybe it's a, it's a bridge too far at the moment, but this success kind of will breed more people coming into the game, more panel of players, a pool of players, and hopefully then being able to push it onto something of that level. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I, I suppose it's not a problem at the moment, but with 95% of our, our boys playing uh, next weekend, they're probably playing hurling last night, if you know what I mean, and we'll be playing hurling tomorrow. A lot of them, I'd imagine, if they're not trained, we'd be hoping they were, you know, we'd be hoping they wouldn't. But uh, you know, that's the way things are. If you can get enough of players, I suppose that don't, that would commit to foot, they're not there at the moment, or the will isn't there either. Uh, so look, all we all we are doing is trying to get. 10 weeks ago, 12 weeks ago, whatever, we'll try to get a panel of players ready to, to, to play for next weekend and we let the rest of it take care of itself, the Italian Cup and the Division 4 National League and all that. That's a much bigger thing altogether. And, like, you won't, you won't get a team ready for that, like, in, in, in six weeks or 10 weeks. And, and because all these guys play hurling as well and if they're successful at their clubs this year, they'll be playing up till, I suppose, October, November, whatever. And, and, you know, if you want them to play a national football league in in, in January, it would it didn't want to happen. Like, obviously, you next be realistic about these things as well. Like. Yeah, and we are looking ahead to next weekend as well because it is such a big weekend for your side and for football in mm. Kilkenny. Preparation for it. You mentioned they're putting the panel together. Maybe twelve weeks. Looking forward to it. 
could you go into more detail on that Christy is it about kind of you know peaking at the right time in terms of training are there challenge games that you prepare how do you actually go about preparing for such a short short space of time potentially two matches over three days We we start around uh, ten weeks ago. We, look, we ask players. We we ask so many players would they would they be interested? And a lot of them commit, and a lot of them don't. But but we've got to go. We've got great numbers. In all fairness, last couple of years we got great numbers. And we train every Monday and Thursday night because if we said we go play, play football on Sunday or, or Tuesday or Friday, it wouldn't happen because all these guys are playing hurling as well. Like I said already, so we do our bit. We don't. You know, what all we do really is football, kicking ball. It's got, that's really all we're lacking is is just to get a hold of the ball and kick just just football. Kick it, playing football is the big thing, like what these ones want to do. They, you know, they could be running, they could be running uh, uh, the other nights of the week, but it's, it's, it's just get used to playing football and get used to tactics in 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 a, a small version of it and what's required. So. We've been saying, yeah, we've had about six challenge games with club games, club teams in Carlow and in Kildare over the last over the last month. So we we played them. We even had a game last Thursday night. So you know we've we've had we've we've played. I suppose we've been together Mondays and Thursdays there over the last six weeks, and before that, then we just meet one one Monday evening. So uh, that's what we've done, and we hope it's enough. Uh, we won't know till next Friday night. It's a lot. It's a lot to put two games together in in in, in three in a weekend. Yeah, I was going. Uh, I was going to ask you about that, Christy. That would be a source of concern. Now, right, there's no doubt uh, because uh, guys, uh, we know we're playing down the next Friday night, and and, and that will be a real test for us. We were we were fortunate enough to beat them last year, but it took an awful lot out of us, and we're playing again. Uh, this is Friday, evening, and we're playing again 36 hours after. We'll say give or take. And it took a lot out of us, and that's we'll have to. I suppose that's we'll have to balance out and, and see. But but if we don't, uh, there'll be no talk about Sunday if we don't win Friday night. So that's the first thing. That's the main. That's the main focus now. I imagine the quick turnaround time is in regards to logistics for New York and Warwickshire and London as well. But from your own perspective, then how are you managing that? Like, is it? A sense that you might have a st- different starting fifteen in the All Ireland final, or you 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 you're managing the squad in terms of bringing players on at certain times. You have something in mind because you always have to keep an eye on then on the final, which oh, is just as you said, thirty six hours later. Oh, absolutely! Like we can't take any chance. We've just start our strongest team Friday evening, like, and that's what we'll do, and and we'll take it from there, and hope that will do, and hope we don't get any injuries. Our fellas are not fatigued, and. You know, it, it, it's that's all we can do. Start with our strongest and keep going, until you know, and hope hope that that'll do, because it is a lot in the and there's a lot of running in football, and there's a lot of tackling, there's a lot of hitting, and there's a lot of going, and uh, you know, it's 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 it, it, it's not easy, but look, sure, isn't it great? Isn't it great to have it? And and we're looking forward to it. But like you said, we have we have, you know, we have a big panel, and and. We'd be hoping that, that every fellow comes through without injury. Well, Christy, we're looking forward to it in here. Thanks very much for taking the time to have a chat with us today and best of luck against London on Friday night and hopefully we'll be there at an All-Ireland series then the following Sunday. Thanks very much, Christy. No matter, you're welcome.
Christy Walsh there, Kilkenny Senior Football Manager. Kilkenny taking on London on Friday night. So we'll be following that journey along closely on Scoreline this weekend. Scoreline, Shane O'Keefe with you and Robbie Dillon. Thanks to John Moynihan there for the news. Now, we're going to talk all things at Carlow Club Hurling Championship. Swung into gear there last week and Mount Leinster Rangers are now two from two after last night's performance against Bagnallstown Gales. Joining me now on the line is the Hurling and Football Manager, Mr Paul O'Brien. Paul, how are you doing, sir? Good, good, good. Good to talk to you. Great to talk to you. Um, I suppose the football championship was the last time we kind of uh, touched base in in regards to what's happening with Mount Leinster Rangers and yourself. But very good start to the hurling championship. Yeah, look, I suppose we we're after setting out to to, to get to a semi final, and we've I suppose we we're after winning the first two, and and we're kind of motoring along nicely towards that stage. I suppose one more win out of our last three, and we'll be we'll be back at semi final stage again. You know. You went up against Nave Owen in the opening stages. I remember last year, I think you were saying something along the lines of it's very hard to get going if you don't win your first game. But it was ran, it was ran close, but coming away with the win in the in the end, that does that give incredible motivation out for the rest of the championship, knowing that you're not chasing, you're leading? Yeah, look, you know what? Um, we, I suppose we, we really struggled. We really struggled in that, in that Michael game. And, and a lot of that is down very much to very much to Michael and how they approach the game. They they worked fierce hard and they were well set up and I suppose they're trying to play a different brand of hurling than I suppose maybe they traditionally have and they're actually I actually think they're they're really well set up and I I still think they'll they'll have a, a part to play in the championship. Yeah. I was I was watching them against Ballon Killen there on, on Thursday night as well and I suppose without Eric English's freeze Michael would have been right in the game, you know. So, um, I think they've they've still a lot to play, and they it, it, it'll be interesting. They 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 and they had they had a goal chance at the end where they could have snuck the win, you know, and they'd have been full value for getting something out of the game on the first day. Yeah, hit know? the hit the side netting on that one. Um, coming into the game itself, was it hard? Because there's a lot of intercounty players with Mount Leinster Rangers. You look at the captain Darren McBurns. You look at the likes of Chris Nolan and so. To make that transition, because the the intercounty scene went on for so long, you had the Joe McDonough Cup victory, then you had the game against Dublin. Was it hard for you as a manager of the club side of things to be able to get everybody together and to get everyone up to speed on what you wanted them to do coming into the championship? Yeah, well, I suppose if you're looking at it, trying to trying to have the cake baked for the first AO, you're you're gonna kind of you're gonna come up short. In, in in that respect, you're not going to get everything everything right straight away, and I'd nearly view it as we're fortunate fortunate enough to have we've we we had eleven lads in with the senior hurling panel this year, and then another number of lads who played under twenty county hurling. So like them eleven fellas are getting good quality training under Tom Alley all year, and obviously Carlo was very successful in that. You'd nearly be hoping that that breeds and and, and that follows into what we're doing that them lads get get used to digging games out and getting results etc and it kind of feeds into us and like me look you could complain about not having access or anything like that but sure it's it's the same for it's the same for other clubs and like we're not looking to be making any excuses about this that or the other we're, we've everyone back now and just trying to create a competitive panel that's that's gonna put some good stay for 
next five or six weeks or whatever length of time it is. When you were talking about making the cake, the cake was well and truly ready last night. You came away from a massive win over Bagnallstown Gales. We were speaking to Eddie Scally there the previous week. He's saying that they're out for the championship to go the whole hog after losing to St Mullins in the final last year. But you certainly pinned them to the collar there. Four goals and 22 points. A tremendous turnaround for yourselves. Yeah, look, it, I suppose it, it, it was a good enough win. Um, look, I'd, I'd expect Bagelstown to, to to hit a semi-final anyway, you know, get, like get back there, hopefully like ourselves. And like, there's there's a bit of shadow boxing in these in, in, in these games, so it wouldn't be reading, I wouldn't be going, Jesus, Mountain Rangers scored 422 and going, Jesus, we're excellent. And, and then the previous week we'd hit 15 points and sure, we're brutal. Like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't all necessarily work like that, you know. Um, but look, in terms of it, it was an improvement on the first day, um, but I suppose we're we're back on the field tomorrow, and so they're after identifying a number of things. The management are after identifying a number of things that we're not happy with that we have to address and, and get right for next Friday night, you know. And like, the, do the players generally respond to that? Because like if there's something not right there's some level maybe of criticism whether that be individual or as a team basis how do you deal with the personality side of things that's something who, even in soccer management that I'm involved in that I sometimes struggle with what do you mean by that now? like so you're stating that you know there's things that you might need to get right um, to get things right you might need to talk to people on an individual basis or as a collective unit and say look this didn't work out for us last time and considering like how does that message translate to, to, to people in a way that they can take it on board or how do you find the best way it is to deal with say personalities and, and, and so forth I suppose one of the, one of the things with Mount Nelson Rangers is the players are you'll say a very smart group both on a personal level and on a world level and their kind of ability to take messages on board is is really good and there's an awful lot of them who are we say very intrinsically motivated to try and improve and when you're in that kind of situation where you're dealing with players who aren't looking for the soft touch and like there's there's fellas there and talking to one of the players this morning he's looking to see like he's nearly being overly critical of himself, you know, and it's trying to have that kind of a conversation to get get things right so that it's it's just better the next day out against against wherever we are. We've we've Mullins, Ballinkillen and they've Breed in their last three games. So it's just trying to get there and when, when the fellas are willing and when you've a competitive panel, the fellas have to look to, to push on and if they're not pushing on there'll, there'll be another fella there looking to take their place, you know. Paul, you mentioned there the fact that you have a very competitive panel. We've spoken to some Carlo hurling managers, particularly Morris Aylward, your St Mullins counterpart, who said that it is difficult to manage players in terms of playing in the senior side, playing intermediate, junior, whatever it may be. Is that something that you have found difficult to manage as well, knowing when to put players into an intermediate team, when to throw them into the senior setup, or is it something that you kind of had planned out before a ball was ever poked? I do have many things planned out um, in advance of games, and they rarely, they rarely, if ever, work out exactly as exactly as planned. But <laughs> in, in 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 terms of kind of juggling them players. I suppose we're we're very happy that over the first two games we've kind of 
we've we've given four lads a senior debut, four lads who who were under twenty, and um, giving them their senior debuts, and all all four of them equip themselves really really well coming in, and that's that's what's making the panel competitive. And so the intermediates were were unfortunate to be met by by Mullins there and the in the first round last week, but they, they have a strong panel and a strong, healthy panel, a good mix of uh, youth and experience as well. So it's very much the two teams are trying together and we're, we're, we're looking to try and be successful on both fronts. Like, and have a, a, a very good relation there with, with Michael looking after the intermediate team and we're, we're both kind of singing off the same hymn sheet, you know? And in regards to... The, the team that you have available at your disposal last year St Mullins uh, would have had Marty Cavanagh gone for quite a while I think Conor Kyo is is gone as well for this current campaign do you have any lads that maybe set about off on their travels during the summer period or do you have a full selection from the area yeah geez, I, I, I suppose a lot of fellas had, had good out summers last year and there's there's a bit of a, a want and a desire in them there this year now to spend, spend their time in the field up in Boris you know brilliant that's great. And you're going up against St. Mullins now. We mentioned them there on next Friday night, Netwatch Cunham Park. You know, it's a big game. It's a Mount Water and tie against the current uh, champions. And no doubt, you know, you're you're going up against one of the best in Morris Aylward, but you're going to definitely be giving them a run for the money, if not beating them. Yeah, look, I suppose there's a, there's a, there's a big history there between between Mullins and, and, and Rangers. And there's... There's a good, healthy level of of respect and rivalry there. Like the two teams will, will be going at their next next ride in three. You would know it might be it might be the first meeting of of two meetings, or you would know for for the rest of the year. You know, and all these all these games are, I suppose, just important to keep building and be and be better out the next day again. You know, well, Paul, they have been they have been impressive their first their first two days out anyway. Well, Paul, we appreciate you getting to talk to us, and I don't want to look too far ahead, but in regards to the football championship, uh, Tin Ryland, Mount Leinster Rangers, Fenna, Bagnallstown Gales, and then on the other side of the draw, yeah, Palatine, Airog, Rathvilly, and O'Loughlin. Looking at that draw, considering that in Group Two you have the last say four winners of the Carlos Senior Football Championship, you must really take it as a as a kind of a drive to be able to progress on the football side of things. Um, yeah, look, I suppose we were in a tough enough group there last year. Mm. Um, we were in a tough enough group last year, and and, and we came out of it. Uh, like I think, I think looking too historically at things can be can be very difficult. You know, I think, I think Tin Royal are really well set up, um, very very well set up, um, in terms of the way they approach the game, and they they have a great understanding among their among their player group of of what their job is and what's to be expected. So I think that's the first game out um in that group and, and, and that'll be tough. Um and then look obviously Senna coming up to the senior level, it can it can be quite difficult to judge. Um but knowing some of the players they have and having seen the intermediate final last year, I'd I'd expect them to, to come up and establish themselves at senior level and Similarly, we just we just got over the line against Bagnallstown last year in the quarter final, I think it was, um, just just about edged edged them, you know. So, I I would actually view them two groups as two very evenly matched groups, you know. Um, and it'll be interesting to to see. It's not it's not at the forefront of my mind now. Of this, course, this Saturday Saturday morning, but 
um, attention and move to that down the line and it'll get it'll get the full focus when it needs to get the full focus, you know. Well, Paul, we appreciate you getting to talk to us today and giving us a rundown on what's happening out in Boris and how Mount Leinster Rangers have been getting on and hopefully we'll be chatting again in Mount Leinster Rangers' perspective leading up to a semi-final or even before then I think I've told you before my missus is out that way as well so by proxy I'm a Mount Leinster Rangers fan um, but uh, thanks very much for having a chat with us today 100% no better best luck thank you very much absolute gentleman Paul O'Brien Robbie we're going to have to give Scally now a bit of a slagging tomorrow in uh, Rafters Gastro Pub yeah uh, look I think the the early stages of the Carlo Hurland Championship I think he could sense it off Paul's tone there and even Morris Aylward and Andy Scally when we spoke to them last weekend it's not to be all and end all, quite frankly. So I think whether you win or lose, as long as you're in it, that's the main thing. Well.